0: finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan, entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mangena. Hello and welcome to this episode of the podcast. I'm your host, Dan Mangena. Very excited to talk to you about a topic that's very, very near and dear to me. And that's the relationship that we have to money. One of the things that we actually support people with through our Abundance Breakthrough Intensive Experience, which you can actually find out more information about by simply contacting us through our website, um, is is that we take people into looking at what their relationship to money is so that they can do something about it. Because mark my words, one of the very, very, very biggest, mainest, most bigotest, (laughs) things that I've seen with people who have a challenged relationship to money is that they don't actually have a conscious relationship to money. What I want you to do is to take a moment to actually reflect on the idea of your relationship to money being the same as your relationship to a person. And as you reflect on that, I want you to imagine how it would feel if money being a person was treating you the way that you were treating it. let you do that for a second. Imagine that money was a person, you were in relationship to money, and you were receiving the treatment that you are giving money. How do you talk about it? How do you consider it? How grateful are you to and for it? What emotional experience do you have with it? Is it a loving relationship? Is it a toxic relationship? Is it an abusive relationship? One of the things that's changed the game for me over the years is understanding that money is really all about energy. It's just a token, a physical token of an exchange. And the thing is, really everything in reality is that. Everything in physical reality is a token of something that's that's really energy or energetic. And if we look at that energy being exchanged and actually starts to realize that If we address the energetic relationship to it and then start to look at how we think about it and then shift the way that we're actually relating it to it, the overall experience with it is going to be completely different. For those of you who are not new here, I'm of course referring to my teaching on the flow funnel. The Flow Funnel, for those of you who have never heard me talk about it before, is a way of looking at reality as a whole for what it is, and that's that it's not just a singularly physical thing, neither is it a singularly thought-based thing or just an energy thing. It's all of these things and more. You as a human, for example, aren't just a meat suit moving through time and space. You're also a series of thoughts and thinking, beliefs and ideas, and an energetic frequency that sits underneath all of that. What I see people do far too often is look at their relationship to money and just start looking at new habits. Oh, I'm going to be more strict with my money. I'm going to save more. I'm going to stop my spending. But they haven't changed how they're thinking about money. And they haven't changed how they're feeling about money. And because of the way that things flow in physical reality, and I'm going to break that down in a second, Those feelings not being addressed means that their overall thinking and thinking processes and beliefs haven't shifted. And if those haven't shifted, then guess what, guys? Your habits and behaviors, which 97% of the time are being run at the unconscious level, aren't gonna change either. And that's why people trying to just focus on their habits or the physical aspect of their relationship to money are finding that things are no good. Putting this back to my example before of uh, you being in relationship with money, if you were having problems in an intimate relationship as humans in physical form and the only thing that you were doing was addressing having more sex but not actually talking about your feelings and addressing your emotional relationship or even what you thought and um, and, and actually how you ing- engaged with each other at an intellectual level, there's still going to be a level of emptiness. Yes, you might have some hot sex, but there's going to be an emotional emptiness that's going to mean that that relationship, although it might burn hot, won't burn to last so bringing that back to our relationship to money, we need to start thinking about money as if it was a person and start treating it the way that we would want to be treated in relationship because at the end of the day, our money relationship is a reflection of our relationship with ourselves because everything that we're experiencing is mirroring what's going on inside of us. And so if we're looking at our relationship to money to be healed, the way to heal it is the same way that we would heal a relationship with ourself because it's mirroring us and how we feel about things. So you can start asking yourself, how would you want to be treated if you were the money that's in your bank account or the money that's in your wallet or the money that you want to see in your wallet and bank account? How would you want to be treated? How would you want to feel? Bear that in mind as we start to move through my model, which is going to be looking at the flow funnel and using the flow funnel to actually build a stronger relationship to money. But the backdrop to that is always going to be understanding that money wants to be treated by you the way that you would want to be treated by money. When you start to do that and approach this whole equation from that stance, things can really change. So looking at the flow funnel, the very first thing that we want to do is get intentional about the kind of relationship that we want to have with money. You know... A lot of people don't actually put any time in into their relationships in terms of what they want to experience with it and from it. I was looking at um, a reel on Instagram by my buddy Chris Winfield the other day and he was talking about the fact that he and Jen, their life partners as well as business partners, are very intentional about their roles and what they do and also very intentional about setting time aside outside of their working relationship in order to be in loving, intimate relationship. I did some work a few years ago in terms of some personal development work I was doing with my friend Dana, who's an amazing coach, shout out to Dana Pierce. And we're looking at really designing my personal relationship to love as a concept. You see, all of this intentionality means that we can actually start to have a really firm container into which to do the work that we're going to do going forward. And so in terms of your relationship to money, when we're setting it up, we want to look at what kind of relationship do you want to money with money? And I want you to think of that in positive terms as well. Not what do you not want anymore? because that's negative, and that's actually just going to pull you closer to that. But actually, what do you desire to experience in your relationship with money? Do you want flow? Do you want ease? And if you don't know what you do want, look at what you don't want and sit on the polar opposite. Let's say, for example, you've got debt right now, and it's giving you stress and anxiety. A good place to start is to look at the polar opposites of those. So what's the opposite of debt? It's abundance. The opposite of anxiety, it's peace, right? Right. So look at the positive things that you want. And I always say, just come up with like three, four, no more than five emotions that you want to experience in your relationship with money. How do you want to feel in that relationship? The next thing that you want to start doing is cultivating that relationship with money by starting to reflect positively on the money that's in your life right now. Again, if money was a person and you weren't even appreciating it when it's there, then why would you want it? Why would it want to come back? Put this the other way, if money wasn't appreciating you as a person, would you want to come back to a place that you're not appreciated? A healthy relationship, people appreciate and love on each other, not disregarding and ungrateful or unappreciative of them. So start being appreciative and grateful for the money that you have right now. Now, you may not have the financial situation that you want. So how can you step into gratitude? Well, look at the things that you do have. I'm not going to go into the arbitrary statistics that people like to quote that if you have $100 in your bank account, you're richer than 80% of the people in the world. I'm not even going to do it from a comparison perspective. I just want you to start focusing and reflecting on anything that is working right now. The job that you have may not be the job that you want. It may not pay you what you want, but you have a job. Be grateful for that. The car that you have may not be the car that you want, but you have a car. Be grateful for that and the money that led to it. You may be on a bus right now, but be grateful for the fact that you are actually in a position to have the resources at least to get on a bus rather than having to walk. As basic as this sounds, the power of gratitude is really, really potent in terms of moving you closer towards your goals. I actually did a very short Instagram reel about this recently. We'll pop a link to that in the show notes so you can check it out. But gratitude is a game changer. All right. So gratitude for where you're at right now and starting to tune into the emotions that you want to have with money by finding ways to cultivate that in your life. How can you do that? Well, first and foremost, you need to start curating your environment to support you having those those emotions in your life and then starting to direct that through gratitude to money. This might mean that there are some conversations that you can no longer be having with people. It might mean there are some complaints and some complainings that you're going to have to stop doing in order to have that expansive, more positive relationship to money. But if you really, really want it, then these simple sacrifices aren't going to be that big. The next thing that we want to do, according to the flow funnel, is start looking at our beliefs about money. Now, some people like to spend this time going into shadow work and going into the deep, dark taverns of their mind and their past lives and other dimensions. All I'm going to say to you is this. Be mindful of what you're saying ex- externally and internally about money, particularly when you're not really thinking about it, because that's going to tell you what your thoughts and beliefs are about money. A lot of us have been given a lot of negative beliefs from childhood. Money doesn't grow on trees, money's the root of all evil, uh, we don't need that, so on and so forth. So I want you to start making note of what these are. Actually dealing with those limiting beliefs is something that we're going to speak about on another episode. But for now, what I want you to start doing is just being mindful of what those stories are, what those narratives are, what those very, uh, very quiet voices are. I remember I actually made a note of this in my book, Stepping Beyond Intention. There was a time that I caught myself actually sharing unknowingly the limiting belief that I'd had around intimate relationship. And it happened really, really passingly. But the person that I was with caught me saying it and actually called me out on it. So here's another really big thing about this aspect of healing your relationship to money. It's have a circle, have relationships with people, have connections and community with people who are on the same goal as you to have an expansive, abundant relationship to money. If you're still hanging out with and having conversations and going into business with and uh, relating with people who have no desire to be in a conscious relationship to money, who have... No desire to actually heal their relationship to money, or worse than all of this, actually don't like money and spend their time cursing money and cursing people who have got money. Then that's something that you need to look out for, all right. The last thing that I want you to look at here in terms of hidden your relationship to money, in terms of this little quick fire insight into what to do with it, is I want you to start looking at how you treat people who have got money now. Money habits are great, but here's here's the thing. If you do the things I've told you already, you're gonna start naturally moving towards better money habits. If you're hanging out with people who can hold you accountable, getting um, mentorship and getting guidance and counsel from people who've got better money situation than you, got a better financial situation, a lot of the habit stuff is gonna get taken care of because you're not gonna be with people who've got bad habits. You're gonna be committed to your goal, committed to having that healed relationship. The thing I want to really address here is something that's really it's really pervasive in terms of what I see with people who say they want something and aren't getting there. And that's they're not blessing the lives of others who have already got what they want. They're not blessing the lives of others who are achieving. It's going to be very challenging for you to have a positive relationship with money when you're cursing the money that's in other people's lives. And we need to think about that. How do you feel when you see someone that's driving a nice new car or who gets a win? Do you celebrate them? Do you lift them up? Do you bless them or You start making comments about how they must have made that money or, oh, it's easy enough for them and all that kind of thing. All of those kinds of stories are actually indicating that you're repelling money. And if you're repelling it, how are you going to be able to have a healed, loving relationship to it? All right. So that's what we're going to do, guys. Number one, we're going to step into a conscious, intentional relationship with money. We're going to decide how we want to feel. Number two, we're going to step into more gratitude and appreciation for money and start focusing on setting up our environment to be more supportive of the emotions that we want to experience our relationship to money. We're going to pay attention to that still small voice, those little niggling things that we're saying to ourselves and to others to and about money. And lastly, we're going to start blessing other people who have got what we want. We're going to start lifting them up, celebrating them. We're going to start expressing gratitude for other people's experience with money. And trust me, that's going to start creating magic in your life too. If you love this episode, why don't you go ahead and share it with someone right now who could also do with some tips on how to have a healed relationship to money. If you're interested in learning how you can actually identify the number one block to you, having more money in your life right now, your blocks to abundance, go ahead and click the link at the top of the show notes and take our free quiz that's going to help you identify your number one block to abundance. Until next time, keep dreaming with your eyes open. Remember, you can consciously choose a more abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life. And bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Do It With Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit dmpotv.com. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.